0: you're listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates
1: and i'm ann gonzalez
0: it is wednesday morning november 20th and we have a short-term volunteer story to share with you again today in our ongoing series
1: and i'm sitting in for sarah today (laughs) yay moved up to the second chair (laughs)
0: You're usually here when we share these stories, typically, it's it's typically on Wednesdays. So. Uh, always glad to have you here, Anne. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Oh, I didn't tell you about
1: No, you didn't tell uncommon. me. I had a part there. <laughs>
0: Live in common. That's uh, Concordia University, Wisconsin. Check them out. cuw It is always a delight to share the stories of volunteers who serve on short-term teams such as Mercy Medical Teams. And today, this is a, a very recent team, correct? The, correct.
1: They just got back last week. Wow.
0: Yeah. And uh, so probably still suffering from some jet, jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> joining us by phone, Ron Herman served on the short-term team, the uh, Mercy Medical Team to Uganda. Ron, thanks for being our guest on The Coffee Hour.
2: You're welcome. Pleased to be here. Ron, why were you
0: interested in an LCMS Mercy medical team? What got you interested in this?
2: As I was preparing for my retirement a few years ago, I was starting to look at ways that I could use my skill and expertise in nursing uh, and continue on serving people after my retirement. As I told people that I worked with, I'm not going to quit working, I'm going to quit working for money. So one of the things that came to my attention was the Mercy Medical team, so I put that on my list of possible things to do. Uh, it became more of an urgent situation, I would say. I feel that I actually was called to go on this mission, and, um, I had been thinking about it for a while, couldn't make up my mind, had some medical issues that could interfere with the trip, but finally decided the Holy Spirit told me to go, so I had to answer that call.
1: Awesome. What experience traveling abroad did you have prior to this MMT?
2: I've been to quite a few countries, both for pleasure and on mission trips. I had had two prior medical missions with other organization one a teaching mission in the Dominican Republic and another one a clinical situation uh, in Guatemala which is very similar to what we did in Uganda
0: Did you know anything about Uganda were you familiar with uh, anything in uh, about Uganda before traveling there
2: No no it was it was uh, completely new education for me uh, read a couple of books and articles related to the country and its uh, past, its current culture, its economic climate, its political climate. So it was all very, very new to me.
0: So tell us about the community where you were serving in Uganda.
2: It was um, very rural, to say the least. The nearest actual large village was Missindee, which uh, is a small town. has banking services, a lot of stores. Uh, but we were set up outside of the town itself, probably about three or four miles in a smaller village, um, which was very sparsely populated. Uh, we were set up at a preschool slash nursery there. Uh, That was run by the Lutheran Church.
0: What did you learn about the people when you first uh, visited, uh, you know, on your first day in the the village?
2: Well, our first real experience with the local populace was going to a church service uh, of our host congregation, and that pretty much told me everything I needed to know about them. (laughs) (laughs) It was The the phrase, joyfully Lutheran, comes to mind, because they were extremely joyfully Lutheran. There was a lot of enthusiasm in the service, everybody participated, everybody was happy to be there, very friendly with each other and with us. It was uh, quite an amazing service that we attended.
0: Any idea, now I'm curious, and I, I love learning about Lutherans in other cultures, uh, just c- when you talk about how everyone was just delighted to be there and to be a part of the service, uh, you know, Americans, we tend to, like, watch our watches and see how long something is. <laughs> Any idea how long the service might have been or how long the gathering on Sunday was?
2: Actually, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I wasn't really following the time I was enthralled with the way they conducted the service. Even though it was in the local language, it was very obviously a Lutheran service. I mean, you could go through the progression of everything that we normally do and know where you were in the service. Um, the bishop of the Lutheran Church in Uganda, who had actually founded this congregation 20 years ago, came for our visit there. He brought with him uh, the dean for the local district, which is similar to our district pre- uh, president, and uh, the bishop preached the sermon. There were a couple of vicars involved doing the liturgy uh, and also doing uh, the um, gospel and epistle readings. Uh, a lot of singing early on, it was exciting. Uh, extremely joyful um, the choir that they had was very enthusiastic and they had a band which was composed of several stringed instruments and a few drums wow. it was it was quite a, quite a show actually
1: <laughs> so in addition to worshiping with them on Sunday how else did the team partner with the local church
2: the church is the host and the originator of our efforts. Um, they request that a Mercy Medical Team come in. It's coordinated by Mission Africa. We had two missionaries from LCMS who are based in Nairobi, Kenya, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Cunningham and Krista Young. They were the coordinators, uh, set everything up with the local congregation. In addition, the Lutheran Church in Uganda had a mission coordinator named Violet, who was also very instrumental in setting things up. So they had everything organized for us. We had uh, Uganda medical personnel, anywhere from five to seven Uganda doctors from the local hospital, four nurses every day, two pharmacists, and a lab tech. At all participated in the clinic.
0: Sounds like a lot. We
2: work with we work with them quite a bit.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a lot of people were involved, both locally and and uh, as well as the team there. And it sounds like you you had the opportunity to meet a lot of people. Uh, Share with us about one or two people that you met while you were serving there that that uh, that you'll remember from this trip.
2: Uh, there's quite a few people that I'll remember <laughs> from this that they, they, some of them had some really interesting personalities uh, one of the doctors was named Joel and he was quite a quite a character he was very very funny he would tell jokes and everybody laughed at him uh, he was also very dedicated to what he was doing the congregate the pastor of the local congregation pastor Raymond kaja he was very very caring person, very interested in what was going on, worked tirelessly the entire time that we're there. The bishop was there for several days, and both he, uh, the dean, and the other pastors, you could see the light of Christ in them. Mm. It's something that I will remember.
1: Sure. So in what ways do Mercy Medical teams provide the opportunity for you to live out your baptismal vocation?
2: Well, as I mentioned, I was looking for ways to continue to serve after I retired, and this is certainly one way of doing it. The important thing for me here was that uh, God asked me to do something. The Holy Spirit asked me to participate. I participated and shared uh, God's love with other people, and also, I hope, portrayed God's glory in what we were doing that to me was very important uh, that was really the essence of the entire trip
1: Sure. Um, you mentioned that you're a nurse what was your actual role in the clinic flow
2: well we had a total of five registered nurses and one family practice physician we were not actually permitted to do uh, medical procedures Sure. so we were kind of limited to supportive roles I worked in the vital signs area, our three non-medical personnel, and I did the vital signs. And that was there kind of to eyeball people as they came in to make sure that if anybody looked seriously ill, we would pull them out immediately for treatment, and also to um, do manual blood pressures and things that our non-medical staff weren't trained in. The other nurses, well, the one was our um, group leader. She kind of floated around to make sure everything flowed well. And then our physician worked with one of their physicians pretty much as an advisor and also keeping an eye on things to make sure there was nobody was seriously ill that uh, would slip through the cracks. Sure.
0: Um, Having just really landed <laughs> <laughs> not too long ago um, just within the last couple of weeks uh, and all the the experience still fresh in your memory, uh, what would you say to that person that's looking at teams for 2020 and thinking about applying for a Mercy Medical team or any other short-term team to, uh, to serve abroad?
2: I would say go for it. Um, it's The kind of thing you'll remember for the rest of your life. It is something in which you can say, I've actually um, represented the glory of God in my service. And I always look at things like this as, if I helped one person if I made a difference in one person's life, that was really all that was needed. That's I've accomplished my purpose by helping that one person and making their life better.
0: Bringing the, the good news of Jesus in through uh, serving in these acts of mercy. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful story. Ron, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today and for your service on the Mercy Medical Team to Uganda this year.
2: Oh, you're quite welcome. May I add one thing? certainly. I wanted to mention our chaplain, Pastor Brian, who was an essential part of our team because he did our team's devotions in the morning and the evening, served as our evangelist for each of the people that came through our clinic, and also held morning prayers for everybody who was waiting to be seen. He did a fabulous job.
0: That's outstanding. Thank you for sharing that. And that is an important part of the teams. Each team has a a chaplain. Every
1: MMT has a chaplain. And um, we are currently recruiting for 2020 chaplains and other staff. ServeNow.LCMS.org.
0: Pastors, do you hear that? Yep. Check it out. (laughs) ServeNow.LCMS.org. Thank you so much, Ron, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today.
2: You're welcome. Glad to be here.
0: I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Ann Gonzalez.